Hello, and welcome to This Apprentice Life. I'm Dominic Spinks, and joining me today is Elliot Wilson. Hello, how are we doing? Good, thank you. Yourself? Very good. Good. This week we'll be discussing Capgemini's degree apprenticeship, focusing particularly on the university aspect of the scheme. Would you like to give a high-level overview of this? As a breakdown of the scheme, uh, it's four and a half years long. Each 18 months is equivalent to one academic year for traditional university, and it's stretched over this amount of time because you'll be working full-time at the same time. So this incorporates a blended learning approach, which means we have a few on-campus days throughout the year, an additional in addition to webinars and on the job training. So it combines the on-campus days and long-distance learning. The first year is the same for everybody that joins. And then at the start of the second academic year, so after a year and a half, you get to decide between two specialisms, one being the business analyst route or the software engineer route. And myself and Tom have both chose the software engineering route. That's correct. The university course is provided by Aston University. Capgemini is home to the first degree apprentice graduates in the UK. Thus, Aston University is home to the first degree apprentice alumni. And it's probably worth noting that Aston University is within the top 50 universities in the UK, so it's, it's rather highly regarded. Yeah. I think one of the things people wonder most is how to find the right balance between work, study, and just life in general with a scheme like this. And Dom, if you want to talk about how sort of you find this balance. Yeah, so it can be a tough balance at times, but I think it's also completely situational. Um, so across those 18 months, so the one academic year, we have three six-month blocks. And within those blocks, you typically have three or four modules that you're working on at once. Um, so at the beginning, when you have an on-campus day, they provide a lecture timetable. And then these lectures could be, say, every Monday or every every other week, for example. And so I try and obviously incorporate that into into a routine and attend as, them as many as them as possible. Um, yeah, I think it's also worth noting that there's periods on campus and for these we get uh, study days on top of holiday to take. And it's a day to Aston University to either go to a lecture there's some interactive coursework stuff we could be doing. So for me, say a typical week, um, the way I find the balance is personally that I like to study straight after work. So what I do is I work my office hours and then I work in office uh, an hour or two after work. This allows me to stay focused because I'm in an office environment and it's, it's a bit more quiet than even a hotel room. It's a bit less distracting. I don't know about you, Dom. Right, yeah, no, that's slightly different to me. I I kind of have my have my working day, and then I, I prefer to go back to the hotel, chill out for about 20, 30 minutes, and then I'll, I'll probably get on with an hour, hour and a half of work, and then I'll, I'll go into my usual routine in the evening. Uh, but I, yeah. I actually prefer going back to the hotel as opposed to the work work office environment. But I suppose that's that's kind of shows the difference between us two loads of other people have their own their own sort of ways they want to do it yeah and i think people will have their ways and then people who are new to this will discover how they prefer to do it i think as well being if you're away from home on a project it really helps because if you're near home then you might be near family or friends but it's 
if you're in a hotel room, then it's just a good time to focus. You're on your own. You can just sit there and get it done. Yeah, that's how I find it particularly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can put some hours in the week, it's no problem at all. And then obviously, well, you might have your own things going on during the week. So I, I play hockey and I have training every Wednesday evening. So if there is a lecture on a Wednesday evening, I, I do tend to miss it because I'm out, I'm out training. But these, these do get recorded. And so I can either the following evening go back and, and watch it or because it's all online, I can go back at any time and rewatch that tutorial. So yeah. in addition to the tutorials in the evening, they do actually have lectures and the tutorial follows on from the lecture. So the lecture kind of tends to be a bit more in detail and then the tutorial is kind of applying what you've learned in the lecture. So I find, I find those interactive sessions in the tutorials very useful. And these tutorials can vary. Uh, some of them, they provide worksheets that they can talk through, uh, go through answers. And it's a good way to discuss stuff that you don't understand. Some of them are more lecture based where they'll go through the slides and at any point they can stop and you can ask questions. So yeah, I think it's worth noting that lecturers have office hours as well. So the tutorials aren't the only time, because if they are only every other week, you might think, oh, that's not very much contact time with the lecturer. But of course, they do have office hours and you can contact yeah. them during that and they'll get back to you as soon as possible. It's not like it's a set time. This is the only time they're available. Yeah, I think in terms of just the balance, you just have to find it yourself. So ours vary quite a bit. I like to get my work in university done and then I have all my free time. Yours is a bit more structured in terms of if you go back to the hotel. But I think it's just finding what's right for you, really. That, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Everyone's going to have a different a different lifestyle, aren't they? Yeah. If you're busy all weekend, then you're busy all weekend. You might have to work a bit more during the week. Whereas if you're busy during the week, then you might have to catch up a bit more at the weekend. It's, it's completely it's completely dependent on on kind of your day-to-day, what you're doing. Yeah, of course. I think another way you can sort of ease this pressure on yourself is creating some kind of plan or list of when stuff needs doing. And that way you can schedule which modules you should be focusing on at that current point in time. So I think myself, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a key point in particular because we've just started up some new modules last weekend ourselves. Yeah. Um, already had two lectures this week. And they've, they've released a timetable for obviously when all these lectures are and tutorials are in an evening, for example. But then there's also pieces of coursework along the way. So yeah. we've got a piece of coursework in for next month, for example. Um, and so it's making sure that we're aware, obviously, of these and the pieces of what I now need to schedule. OK, I need to do lecture one, two and three, for example, for this bit of coursework. And then I'll try and see, OK, am I free this weekend? Am I free this evening? When, when can I actually fit this in and, and kind of schedule my time in to actually work on this bit? Yeah, I think what I do myself is try and create a plan building up to certain key dates. So to give an example, for exams, if I have an exam on a certain day, I'll focus so many hours to a specific module so I can revise. And then maybe the following week, I focus more on another module, maybe to get a piece of coursework done. So there's easy ways to find that balance. It's just, I think, if you act initially and create some kind of plan and note down all the key dates you need, then it'll make life a lot easier. Definitely, definitely. And like I said earlier, we, we often have three or four different modules. So you might say you might be able to, if you just did one module, you'd say, okay, I need to get this done by here. I can easily remember that. But when you've got three or four different modules and you've got different pieces of coursework in for each one of them, then it is, I definitely suggest making a plan for that. 
especially when it is a mix of exams and coursework. Because yeah. you may have, say, halfway through the six-month block, there's a piece of coursework in. So the week or two before that, you will want to be focusing like key points on that. And then as it gets to the later end of the six-month block, you'll have exams. So you're going to switch your focus more to revi- revising. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'd, I'd always suggest that people start on, on pieces for work as early as possible. Yeah. Because it, it can it can often, f- well, okay, I'd say every now and then it can feel like university's almost piling on the pressure on top of you. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a natural thing to feel when universe, uh, exams come up, for example. I think, yeah, so me and you tend to do the same sort of thing. So we get up given our study days. And for myself, I tend to book these a lot around an exam, maybe the, a week or two or spread out a bit more than that, but very much focused at the time of the exam. So going through the modules throughout the six-month block, I can learn stuff. And then when it gets to this last days of study, then where I'm off, then I can really revision. I can really revise what I've learned already. Just make sure it sticks in. Yeah, yeah, I'd completely agree. I kind of get the whole concepts as, I, as I'm building it up over these six months and then and I think that really comes from good quality planning, which I've I've definitely gained through experience as I've been doing more modules, and as I've done more exams and the coursework over the over the past couple of years, it's something I've I've definitely learned to do, yeah. Practice, and I I'd suggest if anyone's starting out, that I definitely suggest to kind of try it out straight away because it is definitely useful. Something I've learned over the last couple of years. Yeah, I'd agree with that. As we mentioned before. There's certain points throughout the year where you'll be on campus, whether doing exams, lectures or coursework. So this is the other side of the course. You get the online and you get the actual physical in uh, Aston. This is the contact time you get with the university and the lecturers themselves. Capture and I provides accommodation and travel for those who aren't local to the university. So if you are not based in Aston or not based in Telford, then you'll be able to travel down and stay overnight for however many days you need. If you are from around Aston or Telford, it's a really good idea to make sure you plan your trips because you'll be arriving in the mornings and you don't want to get delayed trains or disruptions or anything like that. Yeah, traffic in Birmingham can be a, a mare at the best of times, so yeah, it can. it's always worth leaving just that little bit early to get in, particularly for exams. Yes, especially for exams. Yeah. So with with regards to exams, there's, depending on where you're based as well, um, there's exams run in both Aston and in London, I believe. Yes. So if you're based in London, you will do your exams in or around London. But when it comes to on-campus days, for example, introducing the new modules that you're about to start or uh, on-campus days that are providing lectures or doing coursework, you'll you'll actually have to travel into Aston. Yeah, well, that's correct. Right. Yeah, and on-campus days uh, a really good way to meet up with everyone. Uh, so, especially if you've just gone from ale to on project, that first on-campus day is uh, a way to get back together with everyone. It's really great to see everyone, and it's a really good way to meet everyone in the apprentice community, which is now up over a hundred over 300 apprentices 
Yeah, so while we'll be starting some new modules, there'll also be other intakes of apprentices, which will be doing the modules with us. So, for example, last weekend, there were plenty plenty of different intakes, including ours, that were starting, starting up the same set of modules, um, which is great because then obviously you can get talking to them. It's, a, it's another way to network and socialise with these people. And if, if you do struggle, then you've got more contacts to kind of say, hey, I'm not yeah. quite understanding this. Perhaps you could help me out or you might be able to help out other people. Especially if they're further ahead of you in the scheme. I think this ties into the balance as well. So while we're there to learn, there is also that social side. And this is a good way to get that in the mix. Yes, yeah, for sure. Because people, like you say, people tend to uh, head down the evening before. And then in the evening, it's it's just a nice time, for example, to go and do some activities together, meet up, whether that's going for food, going for a drink, going kind of doing something in Birmingham, so there's plenty to do there, golfing or whatever crazy golf that is. Yes. I think we should probably talk about how we find the on-campus days ourselves. Yeah. I think certain lecturers have different learning approaches or different teaching approaches, and it depends on the content of the course mostly. So some will be pure lectures where you'll have to make notes. And these are a good opportunity to stop and say, uh, I didn't understand that. Could you please go over that? And others will be a bit more interactive. So, so some courses are more team focused. So having everyone on campus at the same time is a perfect opportunity to do this coursework. Agreed. There's also some lectures where there's activities in between, and these are a good way to get, uh, get an application of the context rather than just the theory behind it. I find this approach really helps me learn. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's it's, it's all well and good knowing the theory, but then it, I, I always find that a question, I may not understand what the question is always looking for. Yeah. And so I may be going, what on earth, what on earth is this looking for? So then obviously I'll ask the lecturer and they're, and they're kind of explaining it. I'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can, I can see how I can apply it to this scenario now. It's just, it's just that kind of, okay, I've read the question, but I'm not yet. It's not 100% sure what it's looking for. And so by, by practicing it, like you say, on these on-campus days, it's a great way, great way to learn. Yeah. And prepares you for your, your exams at the end of the day. That's what it's yeah. there for. I think there's a lot to get out of on-campus days in terms of what you can learn. But then the social side, you know, meeting people, meeting new people, old people. And yeah, I, I enjoy them quite a bit. I enjoy them quite a lot. Yeah, I find yeah they can they can vary. So for example, the last set of modules we did, there was one which was heavily interactive. They started off, and as opposed to kind of introducing themselves and just saying right, this is what we're doing, they kind of gathered us in a circle and got us to introduce ourselves and just just mixing it up like that. I found I found engaged me a lot more. I'm not sure how other people felt, but it just felt like everyone was a bit more engaged and. Yeah, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and that was just kind of because that was the way they started it. It then carried on from there. That was a a group project module where it was very much us led as opposed to lecturer led. It was all our ideas, what we wanted to do, and so that was the perfect way to introduce the module. I think. Yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoyed that one. And so, whilst it can be useful for them to go through lectures, I, I do like the variety that they provide. So the objective of the university side of things is to, at the end of the day, attain a bachelor's degree. As we chose the software engineer route, Elliot, we 
are namely in the digital and technology solutions, whereas the business analyst route is namely the leadership and business management. Yeah, so depending on which um, scheme you choose, you'll get a different bachelor's degree. And certain university modules will tie in with your day job. And this is a great way to get some real world view, a real world view on how the application is used. It's not all the technologies mentioned, but there is some that will pop up here and there. And this helps me like learn a lot. Yeah, it can provide a, a business context to, to what you're learning. So yeah, as much so, as they try and do that within the university side of things, obviously it can be used in a, in a variety of manners and actually using it on the day-to-day -day job, A, provides you the context, but B, allows you to practice it even more so that because you're doing it on your day-to-day -day job, for example, it would actually help with your exams because you'll go, oh, I know how to do this, I know how to do this, and therefore it will kind of boost your grades and reflect reflect better on ourselves. Yeah, one of the languages you learn throughout the course is Java. And for the first two years or so, I hadn't seen any business application for this. I'd only seen the university. And then once joining my new project, I could see that we were creating uh, REST endpoints. And these were built in Java. And when I looked at the code, it, it was sort of making sense. And I was seeing a real world, real world application of it. And that really... That really showed the application of what I'd learned in the theory side of things. That was our episode about the university scheme. Uh, we appreciate it. It was quite informative. And so if you have any like, other questions or you just want to get into contact with us. You can at us at Capgemini Wilson or Capgemini Spinks on yeah, Twitter. Uh, Tweet us on there or direct message us and we'll get back to you.